All right, we are back with another short Monday episode with a topic that I hope to help at least one person out there. So again, a few potential cool topics for this week, and I decided to go with the topic of steroids, and more specifically, the real reason why I personally am not on steroids and would not go on steroids. And there are a lot of potentially valid reasons to talk about here, such as being concerned about the potential health implications and how it could potentially impact my life in a negative way. But I'd like to get into the main reasons why I personally would not go on steroids. So the first thing I'd actually like to say on the topic of steroids is that I find this a little bit ironic that often the people that are the loudest and the quickest with calling people out and accusing others with their steroid use and are super judgmental and vocal about how unethical and weak it is to use gear, are often the ones that are the most enthusiastic about some catchy headline, about some new cool supplement that could give them a little bit of an edge in their muscle gains, or about some food item that could have some anabolic property, or even about some expert saying something about some cool training method. In other words, they are often the people that are the most into the mindset of looking for the magic bullet and shortcuts. So I think it's just important to note that the recreational steroid users who just like training and are just in there to look jacked are really not that different from those of us who are always looking for the edge. It's just that they decided to take it one step further. So I personally don't have anything against people who use steroids unless they are trying to use it as a competitive advantage in some sport like bodybuilding against people that don't use it. But with that, let's get into the topic that we want to discuss here. And to me, uh, me not using steroids really comes down to one major thing, which I would like to illustrate by using the example of my favorite and pretty much only video game that I play with. So there's this game called FIFA, which is this soccer video game which I love playing with on my Xbox. And each year I'm getting the newest version of this game. And when I'm playing with it, I pretty much go into full-on 10-year-old mode. Like I get super into it. I get angry when I lose and I feel like the game was cheating or handicapping me too much. I even do some ridiculous things like creating players and building teams out of them. I often even commentate my own games for myself. So yeah, I turn into a legit fourth grader and I love it. In fact, one reason why I never started playing with the online version of this game is that it takes the game to a completely new level. And since I already get into the offline version a bit too much, I'm afraid that if I was to play against actual real people, I would quickly start breaking things at home and have serious rage attacks when I lose in a manner that I feel is unfair. But anyway, one of my favorite features in this game is the so-called career mode, where you're basically managing a team and you play games with them, you sign players for them in the transfer window, so you're basically their coach. And one thing that kind of ruined this game mode for me a bit is when I realized a cheat option, which allowed me to buy basically any player for any team that I wanted. So a player that normally only a top super rich team could afford could now be signed by some mid-table or even second league team. And once I realized this option, the game was basically not the same anymore. Because earlier on, there was this nice challenge of, okay, I'll start a new career mode with some middle-of-the-pack type of football team, and let's see if I can make a big team out of them. And when I signed some big name for them, I was excited. And 
Now it's like, you know, whichever team I'm playing with, I can more or less create a world beater team out of them in a short period of time. And I tried multiple times playing with the game without using this cheat, but inevitably I always started applying it because eventually I, I always lost patience and I just said, like, who am I kidding? Like, why am I pretending like I don't know how to do this? So in many ways, this cheat ruined one of my favorite features in the game. Now, tying it back to training and building muscle, you know, when I started resistance training and working out and all that stuff, that was during the only period in my life when I could have been probably legitimately diagnosed with some form of depression. Like I had tons of self-esteem issues. I had nothing that really motivated me in life. I had just no drive essentially. And when I first went down to the gym and did some hardcore workout, it honestly felt like for that one hour or so, I could like the world around me again. I remember feeling proud that I was putting myself through these tough workouts and even for the following one or two hours, I just felt good about myself. And very soon, the thing I was looking forward to the most in my days was my workout in the gym. Uh, you know, I even watched Pumping Iron, and I knew, of course, that part of it was sort of funny and it was almost like a meme. But still, I loved the whole vibe that ruled that movie, and I just found the whole thing really motivational. And over time, this whole fitness game almost became like my own little arcade computer game where... I was completing my own journey and I started to come across these unexpected challenges. Like I quickly found out that, oh, okay, so these pro bodybuilders that are so massive are not just so big because they train a lot more than the less big people. But the steroids thing is not just some mean stereotype that haters are saying, but it actually does exist. And then came the phase when I came across the whole evidence-based fitness community and got a bit more educated about how things were working and eventually learned that, oh, so calories really do matter and I really need to be in a calorie deficit for extended periods if I want to have a six-pack. And then eventually I saw my abs for the first time. Like, I will never forget the moment when that happened. And then I also realized that, okay, so I was always an athletic kid and I was always good at sports, but... There are clearly people here with better genetics for this whole muscle building thing than myself. And then eventually I got my first injury and realized that, oh, so all these old folks are not just bitching around, but injuries really do happen. And oh shit, when they happen, it really fucks with your training. Damn it. Like this is another thing that I will now need to keep in mind. And then recently came the discovery that maybe my priority shouldn't solely be on building the most muscle humanly possible, but to bring up areas of my body that are glaring weak points like my abs. And that is just the actual physical side of things. But then there are also the side effects that came from this pursuit, like me having this podcast, for instance, which literally started off with me one day while playing video games and uh, listening to an interview with Eric Helms on the Sigma Nutrition podcast and being completely mind blown, thinking that, man, I would love to ask some good questions from Eric Helms and explore the topic more of how he blew up after his first bodybuilding contest and how that whole thing was mentally for him. And now I'm in a position where I can help people and it gives me joy, purpose and fulfillment. So Lifting, fitness, as much as I often bash it for what kind of funky things it can do to people's minds and how it can sometimes take away people's abilities to just live their lives normally, at the end of the day, it's still, and depends on how corny I want to be here, 
I could say that it changed my life or even that it gave me life or at the very least that it gave me purpose. And as much as I'm seeking balance now and I'm trying to not go crazy with things, whenever I have some shitty thing going on for me, such as some bad stuff in my personal life or in my relationships, I have this thing for me, this video game that I can focus on and pour my mental energy into and trying to figure out how I can optimize my strategy to advance in this game a bit more efficiently and effectively. So to finally answer the question, why would I not go on steroids? Maybe by now you can guess it, but to me, the real reason is not because of the potential health implications or because I'm concerned that I'll have gyno or acne or that I'll have to be on TRT for the rest of my life if I mess something up, but because I'm simply afraid of what's going to happen if I'm completing this game and I will no longer have this thing to pour myself into. You know, say I do a steroid cycle, get to my dream physique in a few months, put on, I don't know, five more kilos of muscle, which might be as much as I can still ever put on naturally. Now I will get that in five months. I would probably want to cycle off and stop there. Like I never wanted to be a truly massive guy. So say I got there and I even managed to cycle off safely. And now I can basically only work on maintaining at least my muscle mass at best. So how will my training session be like from now on? More or less knowing that I'm not going to grow anymore and I'm just in here to not regress. How am I going to find another goal and another thing to pursue with this much passion? And then what will happen to my podcast and my interviews? Like, will I be one of those guys who is just asking these cliche BS questions from his guests because he doesn't really care because he already got all the gains? Like, you know, when I'm talking to someone like a Menno Henselmans, I'm actually excited to pick his brain about different fitness concepts. Now, I would be like, so, Menno, uh, what do you think about intermittent fasting? Or, or, I don't know, just say something to let the time pass because I don't really care because I just got you on here to get more subscribers and viewers. Like, I don't want to be that guy. So, this is the real reason why I'm not on gear the fear of what's going to happen when I complete the journey and the fear of losing something that has given me so much joy and purpose. One final analogy which just came to mind is uh, I just started watching Friends, you know, the series Friends, which I never watched before. And I'm always thinking that, damn, I am so lucky that I have this entire experience and all these remaining seven seasons ahead of me. And it will be so shitty once I have completed all of that. So same thing with lifting. As frustrating as it is sometimes when I feel like I'm spinning my wheels or when I look at some of my weak points and I get a bit annoyed, the thought that I'm still not done and that I still don't quite know where I can get if I develop myself fully to my potential is the most gratifying thought out of all for me. So for most of you folks, I recommend that you enjoy the journey as cliche as it is and be glad while it still lasts. And each training session and each day of eating is another chance to get one tiny step ahead. So that is why I'm not on gear myself. And I would love to hear what your reasons are or if you have a different perspective on this. So that was it for today. See you next time.